1: too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalmacom slash therapy30.
0: It's time to
1: line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe gilio Get ready to place your bets. BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network, the new and improved BetQL Network. Uh, if you're new to the network, we appreciate you checking out the show. And you can also listen on the Odyssey app if you want to check it out on your phone. We're now up to uh, four daily shows. We've got the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins, Chelsea Messinger, 6 to 9 a.m. every day. We're here 9 a.m. to noon. You better you bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. 7 to 11 Eastern at night. Bet MGM tonight, Ryan Horvat and Quentin Mayo. And we will be checking in with Horvat about 20 minutes from right now. He's a big Milwaukee Bucks fan. Had many conversations about good old Coach Bud, and I'm sure uh, those are up and running. <laughs> People killing him up in Milwaukee and nationwide after last night's loss. We will, of course, wrap the show at, with our lightning bets for this evening. And we do have uh, some NBA action. We'll get to that coming up in a minute. But we've got the Travelers, Joe G. The Travelers, uh, round number one. And we have a four-way lead at four under atop the leaderboard. Tom Hoagie, Kevin Strelman, Bo Hostler, and Henrik Norlander. Worth mentioning because uh, there are some monster numbers uh, earlier this morning before the tournament started on those guys.
0: Streelman 28 to one, and now he's off to a uh, a good start here. That's that is interesting right there. And, and we talked last week, um, you know, when this tournament was open, the, the open last week, US Open, about how, you know, man, first round, someone gets off to a hot start. Do you jump in now? Do you wait? Do you kind of see because because it could ch- it could change everything or it could just be all right. It's a few shots. It's early in the tournament. Don't get yeah. you know, don't go overboard with saying this guy's definitely going to win now and you throw your money in there. But it is interesting to see some of these long shots get off to good starts.
1: I've bet on Norlander in the past. Tied for the lead, he's 200 to one. Hoagie and Hostler, 250 to one. When uh, you have some tournaments after a major, when all of a sudden you don't have all the big names there, there are a few here. Uh, Bryson and DJ are here. Patrick Cantlay to name another. But uh, sometimes you can get a big time long shot. So we'll see if that happens at the Travelers this weekend. Patrick Cantlay, he's uh, he's right there. He's one shot back. Same deal. With Patrick Reed, Bryson is even par through 11 holes, and a lot of people like to Abe answer. Not looking good so far. Four over par, T 76. Bad start there for Abe answer. And uh last night in the NBA, of course, the Milwaukee Bucks go down 0-1. Joe G, they are still the heavy, heavy favorite for the series, laying minus 180. Still not a ton of respect for trey young even after that uh, magical performance
0: yeah and i wonder how how long it's going to have to be for it to, to people to to change their minds even through the sixers series you know the, the net the Knicks series in round one that was a t- coin toss series i think we realized that right away and it was the hawks that were better but it, it took a while throughout the sixers series. i felt like it took until game five when the hawks came back from a 26 point deficit for people to say oh they might win the series. They're up three, two now. I feel like we're heading towards a similar thing. It's gonna take a lot for this number to totally flip or flip even in a big way. And I just think people aren't ready to take the Hawks to win the series. But man, when you see them at plus eight yesterday and an early plus seven and a half for game two, it's still, I mean you could still make pretty good, pretty, I mean, pretty good value on the on the Hawks if you believe in that team.
1: On the Western Conference side of things, Game 3 this evening, Chris Paul is back. Kawhi Leonard is not. Phoenix Suns, one-point favorites over at PointsBet. The total, 221 and the Hooks. So uh, the Suns with the two-way lead, they go on the road. They are still the slight, slight favorite in a pickup situation.
0: Yeah, and it does surprise me, the number a little bit there. I know Paul's coming back, but that desperation has been very friendly so far to the Clippers. They've been really good at home. Down 2-0, down 2-0. They come back, they come back. And here we are again, the same scenario. I mean, we may be going to the well too much with Ty Lu asking him to keep bringing his team back down 0-2. But this spot has been very good for them. Very good.
1: Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. And if you want to bet the first quarter, Clippers are favored by a half point. First half, it is Clippers minus one at home joe g let's go uh let's go prop shopping and we'll start with that contest tonight game three of the western conference finals i give you the board what is your favorite prop or player to attack because maybe there are multiple props that you like with a player that certainly worked with trey
0: young because he was hitting all his overs across the board yeah i I got a few my my favorite is is ayton i you know ayton seems like this matchup is very good to him he had over 20 points in game one, over 20 points in game two. Uh, over 15 and a half is where I'm going with uh, DeAndre Ayton's points tonight. I mean, we're, we're watching a guy. I mean, I'm with Tyson Chandler back in the day. That kind of it reminds me of where he, all he does is dunk the ball. His field goal percentage is through the roof. And if they get him in the right spots, he delivers, as he did to win the game in game two with the alley-oop. 15 and a half, this doesn't feel like a lot of – you know, he doesn't need – 20 20 touches or, or excuse me 20 shots i should say to get his points he just mm-hmm. makes every shot he takes because they're all dunks by the basket i like over 15 and a half especially with paul coming back could take away some of his shots but paul will also throw him the ball down low i go eight and over 15 and a half
1: have you also noticed um eight it's not like he's flying over it's not going 10 15 points over the prop but he gets to that number early in the mm-hmm. game
0: yeah the sweat is away you know, you're not sweating yeah. the bet with uh, you know two minutes to go in the game Th- those are the ones that just like man, is this gonna happen for me but you know Aiden's been good so far the other day even though Payne ended up flying over with nine assists, six and a half was a big bit of a sweat he was stuck on six until a couple minutes left. yeah, well he kept scoring he just yeah. he kept instead of giving you the assist number he just wanted to put four more, more points in all
1: right so you're you're taking a look at Aiden I'm gonna go to the clipper side. I like these Reggie Jackson numbers. Last four games without Kawhi 2 against Utah, 2 against Phoenix. He's been playing between 37 and 39 minutes per game. The point total 18 and a half to 19 and a half range and he scored 19 the last game. So maybe that's the reason we're not inflated past 20 here, but 22, 27, 24 and 19 points last game. So if you can find that 18 and a half, I like Reggie Jackson going over. On the points, uh, rebounds in this series, he's had five and six. Those can be a little bit dicey with a guard. The number is set at three and a half. Something I hit in game two. Not sure that I'm going to bet it in this one. Assist number, I'm not touching that. The number's about right. He he's been getting about three or four assists per game. That that's what he's done in this series, and they set it at three and a half. Makes sense. Uh, three's made. Numbers two and a half. Last four games, he's gone over two and a half in all three of them. Let's see. Uh, He attempted seven in game two, but in game one, he shot it 12 times from beyond the arc.
0: It's a lot. It's a significant number. Let me let me give you one more. Paul George rebounds. I go under eight and a half. It feels like this series is moving away from him having big rebound totals. The bigs are on the floor more in this series. Aiden is grabbing everything as we watched in game two. And the Clippers are playing another big out there to try to combat eight. And it just feels like Paul George is not around the basket as much to grab those rebounds. He said, low rebound totals in game one and two. I feel like Paul George, he can get you 10 rebounds. It depends on the matchup who's on the court. And right now with the way the bigs are playing, he's just not playing that role right now. I like George under eight and a half rebounds tonight.
1: That was a strong angle for a very long time because they just kept it around five and a half, six and a half. And he would continuously just keep going over, just keep going over. But with Kawhi off of the court, All of his numbers have been jacked up, including the rebounds number. Um, And after he hit the overs for so much, eight and a half, that's way too inflated. A couple of uh, strong points by you. So if I had to make a play on that, I would certainly go under.
0: Yeah, the under there. And I'll throw one more NBA in tonight. Jay Crowder has been very quiet from three in this series, uncharacteristically not shooting the ball well, and he was red hot before it. You get plus money on over two and a half threes from Jay Crowder tonight. Jay Crowder has had games in the playoffs where he's hit three and four, even five three-pointers. You know, he that's where he makes his hay his offense and, and behind the three-point line on the offensive side of the ball. I like to over two over two-and-a-half tonight. Chris Paul coming back, giving him those assists. Jay Crowder over two-and-a-half. I just feel he's too good of a shooter in this postseason to keep being this quiet and a plus money over two-and-a-half. I like that one.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. Does Paul George have to get 30-plus for the Clippers to win tonight? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, I think you're right. We were close to uh, – I mean, he wasn't even that good for three-quarters last game. They almost win, and he still got to the number of 26, I yeah, believe. He sh- should have been 28
0: yeah. if he hits his free throws. I mean, he, he has them at the end there. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, the The props that I am most intrigued with is Marcus Morris. How healthy is he going to be? Uh, the number is 11.5 points for him. Threes made is at 1.5. He has really struggled his last three games. Knee is bothering him. But back home, if he's hitting that outside shot, that's uh it's a big boost for this clippers offense and that could be enough you know we talk about this series like the Suns has just completely dominated for two games at home they haven't they, they barely covered the four in game one and then the clippers end up covering the
0: uh coin flip scenario as the last two minutes of the game literally took like 35 minutes yeah, i mean you can make a real case if not for campaign becoming a player he's never been and if not for paul george missing two free throw shots this this could be one one at worst or 2-0 clippers like this has been a very tight series and now it goes back which you know it brings me back to why this you know the line is what it is i know paul's coming back but this it just feels like the clippers are being undervalued tonight uh this is betql daily joe O and joe g on the betql network we are going
1: prop shopping and we go to major league baseball and i chuckle joe g because i want to vomit when I look at the line lineups here, when I look at all these pitchers, I love to bet K props. I love it. First off, not all
0: of them are listed because we got a bunch of fours and fives going today. I mean, almost every pitcher out there, you like, you look up the ERAs of the pitchers out there. today; it, It's six, it's five, it's five and a half. It is pretty bad. There is one, one prop that I do like one pitch okay. that is legit. Walker Bueller for the Dodgers coming off, getting swept at the hands of the Padres. They go back home against a very swing-and-miss-heavy Cubs lineup. Walker Bueller over 7.5 Ks tonight is a, a way to go, and the Cubs, we know, strike out a lot. And Bueller, he can be a ground ball guy along with a strikeout guy, so it's like, what what kind of stuff is he throwing each night? But he faced the Cubs last month, eight strikeouts in six innings. Bueller over the 7.5 is is my favorite K prop for tonight.
1: All right, so that Bueller number, uh, the sites that have it at 7.5, they're juicing the over big-time other places – have it at eight and a half and you can get plus money if you want to go to the over that that's an interesting one on the flip side with the cubs sack davies it's
0: three and a half <laughs> wow <laughs> three and like in, in modern baseball if you can't go over three and a half as a starting pitcher just get out yeah yeah i mean obviously he's not a strikeout guy davies but uh, right not as a small number but
1: three and a half you need him to kind of go deep in that game yep. uh since the warnings were given out by major league baseball four four six and two had six against st louis their lineup is trash four against san diego a team that doesn't strike out a much uh that much four against san francisco the two was his last start against miami maybe we should look at over three and a half as gross as that is
0: yeah and when the dodgers coming off the sweep back home and there is some a little bit of swing and miss in that dodger lineup but man it's all also tempting to take the under and just say he's going to get rocked out of that game early, which also is a possibility.
1: I mean, you look at the bottom numbers here: Anthony Kay, three and a half; Cody Poteet, four and a half; Dean Kramer, Colby Alar. What what are we doing here? What are we doing, Major League Baseball? Just just eliminate these fifth starters, get them out of our lives because I don't want to bet on them.
0: Well, unless you want to take the over in these games. But as far <laughs> yeah. as their props, no, you can't. You you know today. You know what? Today might be a day to do, Joe, to to hop on and see. And see if you could pick a needle out of a haystack and find a good number on a home run prop. It feels like there's mm. bad pitchers out there, and maybe someone goes deep. I know the the Cardinals and the Pirates game, which I like the over in. A lot of the batters in those games have great numbers against the opposing pitcher, like Gregory Polanco for the Pirates. He's seven nineteen slugging and a home run off of Carlos Martinez. Yadi and Molina nine thirty three slugging, two home runs against Chad Cool. So maybe there is some value there in trying to pull the needle out of the haystack, say who goes deep against a bad pitcher early in the game. You probably get some great odds on, on one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You would assume that Zach Davies might give
1: up a Homer against the, this lineup. Cody Bellinger and Justin Turner have some good success uh, over the years against Zach Davies. So maybe there's something there as well. Uh, Was it, which which guy hit it? It was Harper yesterday. We talked about which Phillies yes. uh, guy in the heart of the lineup was going to hit a home run. And it was Harper.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, everyone hit a home run. That well, game. that's a- true. Yes. Hey, here's McCutcheon off the bench with the Superman cape. <laughs> yes. That it was a home run derby uh, yesterday. at this is Bank Park, which happens a lot. I mean, that's that's the other part about these. When you get in the summer, it starts getting warm. Some of these stadiums, the ball just flies out. It did in Philadelphia yesterday.
1: Uh, we might have to hit on this one tomorrow. I don't see it available yet, but with game seven between the Islanders and lightning, I, d- I don't know how you failed to take a look at Braden point and some of his props. I'm I want to see what the juice is when we discuss it on the show, but last night, even though the lightning lost, he scored
0: a goal. Is it nine straight games? Yeah. Now? We're at nine straight games with a goal. I mean, if you could find him to score and the lightning to win a home game seven, that, that might be the, the combination there. Cause I mean, Nine in a row is that that feel considering where we're at in the season and that the stakes here. I mean, low scoring games for the yeah. most part. I mean, we're talking about one of the great playoff performers we've seen in a long time. That's incredible. It's amazing. BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gilio We're here
1: weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon on the BetQL Network. And coming up next, we're going to welcome on one of our teammates, the co-host of MGM Tonight, Ryan Horvat. Why? Because he's a huge Bucks fan. We're going to search for some answers. Are they still going to win this series down 0-1? Talk about it with Horvat next. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily from BetQL.